Genius for life. Coconut smoothies coming at you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 67 of 15 Minutes of Genius. Thank you for joining us. We um, air these episodes on LinkedIn on Tuesdays and on Fridays. Make sure to subscribe, make sure to like, make sure to comment, all that good stuff. So we have a great guest. This is a, an historical first for 15 Minutes of Genius where his video camera is not working, but we're like, we're going to make this happen. We're going to do audio and have a picture of him making it look like he looks really still. So this is all special effects here on our show. Only the best. So our guest is Eric Bonin. He is the founder and CEO of Pillars Yogurt. I want to leave enough time for him to talk about his mission, his product, everything about his story. So let's roll right into it. Eric, how's it going? Alex, thank you for having me. It's going great. Awesome. You're very talented. You're talking while smiling. That's really great. <laughs> uh, I can't take the credit. Your studio and your team, uh, they're wizards. So thank you guys for making this work. I appreciate it. Absolutely. We were spending about 20 minutes trying to get his video camera to work. We were going through settings on Safari, Chrome. Your 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 laptop wasn't working. The phone's not working. But you know what? We made it. Uh, we made it happen. And it's really cool because your picture looks like you're in a room on a webcam. So it actually works really well. So strategic. It's very strategic. strategic. For sure. All right. Well, tell us about your product. I've seen it in stores. Um, you know, we have it's a yogurt. I think it's drinkable yogurt. Tell us more about your product, your brand. What's the meaning behind the name Pillars? I just want to hear more and have our guests and our, our um, you know, our listeners and viewers really learn more about you and the product. So tell us more about you and Pillars. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. The, uh, the name behind Pillars, really the idea there was Pillars is the support for healthy diet, support for healthy life. And um, the, the company's mission and really what's been my mission is just understanding and bringing functional foods to market foods that um, support that healthy diet and a healthy lifestyle. Uh, Pillars is a, a line of, as you said, drinkable Greek yogurts. That was the first full line of drinkable yogurt on the market with no added sugar and both pre and probiotics. So really just a healthier, better for you option in the drinkable yogurt space. Uh, we have a single serve line, which is where we started. Uh, that's a 12 ounce drink. It's 100 calories, five grams of sugar, none added, and 18 grams of protein, and then a unique proprietary blend of both pre and probiotics. So uh, we were kind of the first ones with that low, no added sugar profile in this space. And so we've grown, we've, we've expanded to, a, during COVID, actually to a larger multi-serve size, which mm -hmm. is kind of getting consumers at home in these different use cases of the product. Um, but that's kind of always been our thing, just creating a better for you option that is very low sugar, high protein, and very functional for gut health. Love it. Love it. Got a little bit of feedback going on. So um, so basically, uh, live on the phone, Eric, look at, look at these special effects from Mark. Mark Nicholas here, Mark Animatomy Studios. So... Um, Let's go. So with your product, it's really cool because you were you were there in the trend in the category before it really became a category of low sugar, you know, high protein, 
um, drinkable yogurt, which is now becoming really, really big. We're seeing other competitors come in. So how are you, when all these competitors are now coming in because it's now a category, how are you keeping your edge? How are you keeping ahead? What are you doing for innovation to kind of fend off any of these bigger guys that are coming in trying to capitalize, you know, on this drinkable yogurt market? Yeah, for sure. It's it's a really interesting category. It's it's it, dairy itself is um, you know it's kind of fallen a little bit out of favor with here with a lot of consumers here in the U.S. over the last virtually very recently in the last few years, where a lot of the, the the buzz has kind of been on on plant based and so forth. Uh, but it's, it's it's a very large category. Uh, it's a billion dollar category drinkable in the U.S. It's uh, it's a much larger category outside of the U.S. And so when you compare it. Uh, kind of the U.S. dollars and size compared to other places like Latin America, um, even places like Mexico, right across the border, uh, the the addressable market's much larger. So we feel like there's still a big runway for it, um, but it is, you know, on its own a, a billion dollar category. So it's it's pretty sizable. Um, as we were talking about before, we were really the first ones to come out with this just unique profile, just as much healthier option. And we, you know, we weren't the first drinkable yogurt. Uh, we definitely weren't the first, we, we, and we certainly aren't the last. There's a lot of other competitors in the space, and really all the big brands are out there. But our thing has really always just been to lean hard into uh, that functional nutrition. And our nutritional profile still today, even with a lot of the mainline bigger brand competitors who have come into the space, we still maintain a, a, you know, a very big nutritional advantage as far as having 75 80% less sugar um, and generally higher protein per serving and, and so forth. So we've really been able to defend that niche. We've doubled down on it and it's still a pretty dramatic um, nutritional profile difference when you stack us up against other competitors in the space. And uh, that's how we, you know, that's how we market our products. We have extremely loyal customers who uh, we have very high repurchase rates and, and a lot of brand loyalty. Um, but, that's the type of demographics that we go after, people that are, are looking um, kind of ahead of the curve nutritionally for just functional, higher protein, lower sugar options. And um, in our space, we really check those boxes very well. Got it. How many, how many uh, years have you actually been in business for? When did you start? Yes. So we've been... Pillars has been on store shelves now for about four and a half years. I started the company about seven years, a little over seven years ago. It took me about two and a half years of uh, really just every little detail of, of the recipe creation, sourcing and the ingredients, like designing and figuring out packaging. And then, um, you know, once you have a recipe, which took a few hundred tries, then you have to figure out how you take that out of your kitchen and commercialize it and scale it and all that good stuff. And um, I didn't really, you know, I fortunately I worked for another um Greek yogurt company just prior to going on my own. So I had a little bit of background on some of these things, but doing it yourself and, and especially seven, eight years ago, there was really no playbook and there was a lot less resources than there are certainly today, uh, right, for figuring out a CPG new food brand or business. And so a lot of it's just like, like all of us entrepreneurs do, you just try a whole lot of stuff make a lot of mistakes and uh, you try to minimize the the scale and impact of those mistakes so that none of them really blow you up but it's a lot of just trial and error uh, learning and trial and error and figuring it out as you go and that process took me about two and a half years to you know get a product and and then i was able to 
bring basically a sell sheet that I just mocked up on my computer down to the local Whole Foods here uh, that was in Massachusetts, just outside of Boston. And I got the local forager contact there to, uh, to, to agree that if I was able to basically deliver this product to them, that they would agree to put it on the shelf and try it. And that's kind of how it started. It was, it was like me running these very small production runs at, uh, up in New, upstate New York, trucking it back to Boston in, in my car. And then the first orders were like me delivering to the back of the stores with yep. uh, yeah. no refrigeration, even like in a cooler, like out of literally out of the trunk and uh, just very much brick by brick. And so uh, that, you know, we all have those kind of like early crazy stories and uh, we've come a long way since then. But yeah. Humble, uh, definite, uh, humble beginnings for sure. Humble beginnings. And, um, so, you know, it's interesting about is that you've been around for just four, four and a half years, which in this business is actually a short amount of time. Um, sometimes it takes up to 10, 15 years to actually, uh, get to a revenue where you can have an exit or be more self-sustainable. So you're, you've done a lot in a little bit of time. What, do you, what are you doing as far as, you know, like keeping the business going, raising capital, partners? Uh, we don't have a lot of time left, but I'm just curious. With a product like this that is growing, a great category, multi-serve, I would think it would be very attractive to an investor to come in and, like, be part of this growth. So uh, and you're, you're one of the, you know, the leaders. You're the top five or top ten. Um, you know, uh, you're not a Califia Farms or whatever, but there's a lot of other brands that are emerging like yours that are now growing. So how, how hard has it been, especially during COVID, raising capital, growing your business? The multi-serve was a great, I think, a great call um, during COVID. People just not wanting to go in the stores and kind of bulking up on your product. Um, but tell us more about your experience in raising capital. You know, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're a bigger team now. You're more established. How has it been to uh, work with investors and uh, what's your structure like there? Well, uh, this is a good chapter of the eventual book one day of, of just kind of doing things a little differently. So I, I have not taken any outside capital actually in the business at all. I, wow. uh, I bootstrapped the business from day one and a lot of lessons learned. There's always two sides of the coin on, you know, like with the trade-offs of these things, but I just kind of chose to do it a little bit of a different way in a different time. And I, I've had another business that I've run um, and that I was running before, I, right before I launched Pillars, which kind of allowed me to pay my bills and, and to fund Pillars in this kind of unique way for a while. Um, but as you said, and, you know, as everybody knows, it's a very expensive business and our industry is akin to maybe an upside down financial pyramid where it's just, it's very, it's very hard and it's very expensive, especially as you try to grow and scale. So we've just had to always be very focused on um, trying to be very hyper efficient. We've been a very small lean team. We still are with really just, you know, a, a small group of people and a bunch of great outsourced um, partners and different functions and so forth. But you just have to kind of like figure it out. And always been very, very methodical and cautious about the bottom line. We, you know, we've been profitable per unit since very early on within a few months of the business. Um, but that comes at, you know, the cost of other things. And uh, yeah, it's, it's just, it's a little unique story in that way. We've taken some other uh, more traditional financing recently. And as we scale, this is a big year for us. We're in a few thousand stores now. We, we do have some new innovation coming in other uh, parts of the category pretty soon. Um, so as we scale and grow, we're always looking at those opportunities and other partners to kind of leverage things to to ramp up. 
Yeah, I think this is a really good lesson. Um, wow, I love hearing my own voice. So this is a really good lesson for entrepreneurs watching. I think this is a huge takeaway from this episode. I think there's a reason why his smile is so big in his picture. That's a profitable smile right there. Uh, net profitable. Net profit. That's what it looks like. His smile right there. So the fact that he's been profitable early on, the fact that he's watched overhead, kept a small team, small overhead or low overhead, I should say, and really just build, building his brand around and product around being sustainable um, on the margin side and on the P&L side, I think is really great. Really, really great where a lot of beverage companies, you know, food companies, they tend to raise a lot of money up front, dilute themselves lose control of the company, and then they're sitting there four or five years later where they have no control of the company or they have lost control. They have a board of directors and uh, they're not really running their own company anymore. Now, some people are okay with that path, right? And it's not a bad right. thing. It's just a different way to, to have your business being run. But this is really a case in point where if you focus on your margins and, and sustainability early on in your business and get that nailed down, when you start scaling, it's just going to be more, you know, more green fields, right? There's going to be more profitability, more margin as you get your volume higher. So I think that was really, really smart of Eric to think of that early on and to really not take a lot of capital through the first four or five years. And then it sounds like you're taking, when you say traditional financing, inventory financing, um, factoring, all these things to get better cash flow without giving away any part of your company. So that's really, really key. So great job on that, man. And a really big learning lesson for entrepreneurs. And the last thing I'll mention, not to talk too much here, but that's what I do uh, all too much, is uh, is like doing it really, really early on and building it around that way. So when you form your company, going into the business with better margins from the start, I think that's really, really key. So we're uh, running low on time, but we're going to get into our last segment here, which is called Rapid fire questions. Do it. Rapid fire questions. Okay. <laughs> Ask There's those no special effects again. You guys, you got to, the real Hollywood going on there. It's it's very impressive. <laughs> totally. It's all it's all Mark Nicholas, Mark N at ManhattanBeatStudios.net. He set this whole thing up. We just want people to notice it on LinkedIn and actually watch it. So we got to make it look kind of shiny and. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Awesome job, Mark. Thank you. Mark, what do you say? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Are you I on? You're real welcome. genius. You're welcome. He's the other, the other real genius behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah, he, he's the he's the he's the uh, elusive man that is behind the computer, but manning pretty much manning this entire setup right here. I so. wasn't ready for that, Eric, but thank you. Yeah, we're breaking we're breaking a bunch of rules on this episode. So this is this is awesome. So just like Arnold Schwarzenegger says in Kindergarten Cop, I'm gonna ask you a bunch of questions. I want a bunch of answers. Okay, here we go. First question: In Sync or Backstreet Boys? Ooh, In uh, Sync. First thing you do when you wake up. I have a pretty involved morning routine. To be honest with you, it's kind of I'm, I'm kind of a big health biohacker nut guy, but, um, water with lemon salt and then meditate that those are, those are usually the one, two, first two things that I do. 
Love it. And yet you're missing the ice cold the ice cold bath, the Wim Hof. Oh, well, a cold shower usually either it gets either somewhere in that one, two, or number three. So it's it's right there too. Right I'm on. a big cold shower every day guy. That's uh, if you listen to anything out of this episode, take a cold shower every day. It'll change your life. <laughs> that is that is the takeaway right there. Cold showers and net profit. Those two things. All right, movie you can watch in unlimited amount of times. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Love that movie. Song you can listen to in a limited amount of times. Oh man, it'd have to be something by Guns N' Roses. No, All right. uh, November Rain. Welcome to the Jungle. Welcome to the Jungle. Favorite sports. And our, our CPG is kind of a jungle, so that that plays well. We should you should look at that as maybe an intro song to the maybe some intro music, Alex. That would be a good one. That would be uh, all too fitting. Uh, favorite <laughs> sport to watch. Basketball. Zoom, Microsoft Teams, or Google Meet? Which one do you like the most? Oh, well, none of them are working none today. None of them right now. We'll go, <laughs> uh, we'll go with the Google. Google. Yeah, VMix, right? That's where we're on. Yes. So uh, what is your spirit animal? Spirit animal. Lion. What is your uh, window seat or aisle seat on an airplane? Aisle, for sure. Omnivore, flexitarian, vegetarian, or vegan? Uh, I eat a lot of meat. Carnivore is a, is a recent thing for me. Yeah. So. Love it. Cold weather or hot weather? Both. Balance is key. LeBron James or MJ? Ooh, MJ. Ginger or turmeric? Both. Favorite food or drink if you're stuck on a desert, deserted island, you cannot say Genius Juice, and you cannot say Pillars, and you cannot say Roar, because she made a quick appearance before you uh, <laughs> before you hopped on here. <laughs> 100% hands down pizza. Pizza. Love it. All right, so that yes. is Rapid Fire Questions. <laughs> Eric, Eric Bonin, founder and CEO, Pillars Yogurt, net profitable, net profitable business from the start, great product, expanding. Make sure to look out for your local store. Um, so, yeah, man, thanks for being on our show. Uh, take good care. And, uh, yeah, man, be safe. Yeah, appreciate it. All right. And pretty good. Uh, we pulled off a great episode with the fact that there was no video. I mean, that actually went pretty well. All right. So, again, episode 67 in the books, 15 Minutes of Genius. Our next guest is going to be Alexandra, the CEO of Roar Beverages. She's coming on uh, later this week. So again, uh, thank you guys for joining us. Big plug to Mark Nicholas, Mark N at ManhattanBeachStudios.net for editing, for photos, for videos, all that great stuff. And one last thing, stay genius, my friends. Genius for life. Coconut smoothies coming at you.